0: Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, December 21st. She said yes. Today's scripture reading is found in Luke chapter 1, verses 34 through 38, from the First Nations Version, which reads, Bitter Tear's voice trembled with emotion, and her eyes grew wide as she looked into the face of the spirit messenger. She asked, How will this be, since I have never been with a man? Creator's Mighty One answered, The Holy Spirit will spread his wings over you, and his great power from above will overshadow you. This holy child born to you will be the Son of the One above us all. Then, to encourage her, he said, Your cousin creator is my promise, who is called barren one, is six moons with child. See, there is nothing too hard for the great spirit. She looked bravely into the face of the messenger. I am creator's servant, she said with boldness. Let it be for me, just as you have said. Then creator's chief spirit messenger left her. This is God's word. Aho, may it be so. My friend, Nadia, continues. So, here we have a girl, likely between 13 and 15 years of age. She's a peasant and she's engaged to a pretty religious guy. An angelic figure visits her, saying that she's found favor with God and is going to conceive a son by the Holy Spirit. I know people get hung up on believing the virgin birth thing, but for me, the harder thing to believe was that the angel Gabriel actually found someone to say yes. I mean, if, and this is a big if, mind you, but if I ever would have said yes to something so bizarre, I would only have done so if I knew what was in it for me. namely. How am I going to be blessed by this God who wants to use me? But Mary, based on very little solid evidence or information, said, I am God's, and let it be with me according to God's word. She said yes. I've always wondered if there was like a VH1 behind the music special about Mary, if we'd finally learn the whole story. Like how many girls said no that night before the angel Gabriel found the one who would say yes? And if there were a string of girls saying no that night, you really can't blame them, can you? I mean, a few verses later, Elizabeth calls Mary blessed, and Mary sings that for generations to come, people will call her blessed. But think about how the story played out for Mary. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how many girls said no that night before the angel Gabriel found one who would say yes? (laughs) Have you ever wondered about this? Like how many other people had the divine invite of a burning bush before Moses finally acquiesced and became a reluctant deliverer? What divine doors have swayed open before you only to have you close them? Where do we find the courage to actually walk through and with Mary say our own yes in simple trust in the person of God even when we have no idea how the plan will work out, or if there even is a plan. Lord, how easy it is to stop at the headline, featuring in biblical lore too often manly men dominating the show. Leave me beyond such headlines writ large and bold by the Josephs and the Magi and the Herods of this world to the hidden figures, in the byline, in the fine print, without whom the story would never have been told, nor we here to tell it, nor to hear it, or to live it. Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, Bathsheba, Mary. Help me not to airbrush them, or brush by them, or their stories, no matter how unsavory or scandalous the details at times as they frequently weather the abuse and domination of an all-too-often heavy and abusive male hand, rising up as true mothers in Israel, rising to rock the cradle of the world, the new heavens and the new earth in which justice and mercy meet, through the one born in Bethlehem on one starry, starry night, through your mercies.